You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Happy International Mushroom Day. Good afternoon. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> it's Carl and Catherine here with you on a miserable looking day outside. Are you okay? Yeah, I just thought I'd go with something different today. Well, I see you International Mushroom Day and I raise you an International Pregnancy Day. It's also that today as well. It's International Celebratory Day of whatever you want to celebrate That's day. That's it. Very versatile this 15th of October. <laughs> That's it in a nutshell. How are you? I am well. How are you? I am very well, thank you. You know what? We say this every time. I woke up this morning, beautiful weather, sun is shining. Why does the weather always turn when we're about to go on air? That's funny. I think when I woke up, it turned horrible. Okay, someone's had a bit of a slow start to the day. That's my Friday morning in a nutshell, very slow. I like it. To tell you the truth. Well, that's the way to do it, really. Then just wind your way down. I just sort of start picking myself up, and then as I hit four o'clock, I peak. And he wants to celebrate International Mushroom Day. I do. Is there mushroom left in the show for it? or? <laughs> Let us know what you're doing on this International Mushroom Day. 0404 Here's Baker Boy to get us started on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Yeah. <laughs> I think you've blown yourself away with that fact. I was just waiting for it to kick in. Gosh, I think it's going to be one of those shows, Jack. Buckle in, everybody. I'm looking forward to it. I had an interesting encounter with a family member today. Okay. I'm not going to reveal which one. Very smart move, I think. Out of respect to that family member. Anyway, a ritual in the Bianco household on Saturday morning is to eat croissants. This has been going on for a while, hasn't it? Yeah, it's just sort of something we've adapted during, you know, the various lockdown stages. And it's stuck. And it's stuck. And why wouldn't it? Croissants are great. Mm. How do you, when you eat a croissant, is there a particular way you like to? Yep. Halved cheese under Mm. the grill. That's it. Magnificent. No ham or anything? No. I like ham and cheese. Mm. Mm, Toasted. Fair enough. So anyway, there's a particular locale that we get the croissants from every Friday afternoon. Anyway, it hit a new kind of level today because as I was leaving the house... This family member, I almost said which one, this family member was checking their phone. I said, oh, what are you doing? And they said to me, oh, I'm just messaging the person from the place we get our croissants from to see how many they've got left. What? (laughs) Apparently, they only had one left. Oh, no. Then croissant day is ruined. Oh, well, look, this is the general croissant place, but there are other locations across the area. Why does this sound like you guys are not talking about croissants at all? I'm just texting to see what supplies like for a pastry. Okay, Bianco, okay. I didn't look at the message. I just took it on good authority that this is what the family member was talking about. I just feel like this segment needs a bit of a dun-dun. It just doesn't, like, it, it seems sus. Turns out it wasn't croissants. No, I'm kidding. No, it was. I'm pretty sure. 98% certain. Okay. So, anyway, anyway, shop one, one croissant left. Anyway. Dang. Yeah, so, but the question I want to ask... Oh, wait, there's no... Did you get enough croissants? Well, I don't know. Because I'm on the edge of my seat The here. family member's gone to get them, so hopefully I'll wake up oh, for some tomorrow. If this person, this family member, can you give us an update? Because I'm stressed now. No, look, we probably will end up with enough. What happens if you have one croissant? For how many people are in your house? Three? Four? Yeah, three. Something like that. I don't know. You divide it between three people, I suppose. No, but anyway, I'd love to know if you've ever been close to a really obscure person to the point that you yeah. message them. Because this is a very, very weird experience. I just love that this croissant thing clearly has been around so long that, yeah, you've actually formed a friendship well, between your family and this I person. I couldn't believe this when I saw this. This family member of mine... I said, oh, who are you messaging? And they say, I'm messaging the person that works where we get croissants from. Not the muffin man. No, the croissant person. (laughs) Like, this was, like, very obscure. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I've even got one. It's like, I'll give you another example, right? It's like you go to a particular fish and chip shop, Mm -hmm. right? You know the the guy who takes the order, Jim, Mm -hmm. for example? I don't know. This This is just, hear me out. Yeah. You know Jim, he works behind the counter yep. at your local fish and chip shop, and you message Jim and you say, Jim, 
What's the fish of the day? Is it flake? Yeah. Is it blue grenadier or is it trevally or is it something real left of field? Yeah. And then he comes back to you and he says, hey, Carl, good to hear from you. We've only got limited amounts of flake left, but guess what? We've got some mahi-mahi for you. Bless you. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I want to know. Next level. Let's open up the phone lines. Who is your ultimate secret contact? Who exactly. is the person that, yeah, because I literally don't have anyone. I'm too busy using my... Um, Food delivery services. I'm missing out on this close contact. But this is next level. Yeah. This the is, man. wow, a lot of trust there to have the the oh. number of the person that gives you that If I could that do food. that with my local sushi person, my life will be made. I'm going to start that. And <laughs> go in and become besties. And to that family member, I'm impressed and inspired. That's amazing. Yeah, but what kind of sushi? Um, cooked tuna avocado, thank you. Oh, say tuna and lettuce is better. I'm just going to put it lettuce? out Lettuce? Yes. That's not a thing. Yes, it is. Tuna, tuna and lettuce, lettuce in sushi. Where? I don't know. Croissant man? Does he do that too? <laughs> this is Birds of Tokyo. I don't know if you caught the major fight that's going on in the UK at the moment. No, I didn't. Involving a baker. The town baker, if you will. Involving a town baker and sprinkles, of all things. Oh, no. We had fairy bread last week. Now sprinkles. Yeah, I'm going with a bit of a theme because this guy is kind of like my new hero. Next week, you'll be talking about fairies. I always... I'm away with them, so kind of fits with the theme. Anyway, this baker, his name is Rich Myers, has slammed a customer who reported him to trading standards over the cake topping that he made which claim to have illegal sprinkles on them. That's what happens when things are a bit rich. Well, this is the problem, Bianca. I didn't know that there is such a thing as illegal sprinkles, but I've done a bit of digging. Well, there's a lot of illegal things when it comes to food. Yeah, but it turns out that this trading standards officer actually went to his bakery two weeks ago and said to him, what sort of sprinkles are you working with here? Like, what are these? And this guy explains, and this officer turned around and said, did you know you're actually using U.S. imported sprinkles, which contain the preservative E127, which is not permitted in the U.K. because it causes hyperactivity. So you've got a decision to make. You close the bakery and stay true to your sprinkles or you get the U.K. standard sprinkles. And this guy has gone absolutely mental saying, I refuse to reopen until my sprinkles are accepted. I buy them in the U.K., They're obviously not that bad because they're available. Well, I mean, if you buy them in the UK, then I would say that they're not a banned item. But at what point do you complain about sprinkles on a cookie? You don't. You just embrace it. Yeah. They look like good sprinkles too. But who's ever complained about something like that? Well, apparently, I did some digging, Bianco, and it would appear that Australians, we have the UK sprinkle, which is a softer pastel color, if you will, because we also don't have these US sprinkles. And now that I know that we don't have them, I kind of want them because I'm on side with this baker. But it's an ongoing thing. But dumb arguments. People have them, Mm. dumb rules as well. Like, I don't even know if these things are outlawed properly in Australia, but we don't have them on our shelves. Dumb laws that are around. It's funny you should say that because that's a good plug of what I'm going to talk about a little bit later on, actually. Hmm. Well, a little bit of cross-promotion. Plug was the first word that came to mind. I don't know. Drain it. (laughs) I'm draining the people that I'm going to talk about. Oh, gosh. I'll tell you why a little bit later on, but it involves social media. And I'm, I've I've started deconstructing my social media pages. Ooh, okay. That'll be interesting. Um, you're the food connoisseur in this studio, though. Oh, that's one does, of the nicest things you've ever said to me. Does a sprinkle, like the type of sprinkle, really upset you? Like, I, are you one of the rounded ones or are you like one of the proper hundreds and thousands? They've got to be like the straight little line thing. If I get served any food with sprinkle, I don't like it. What? You're no, no fun. Fairy bread. No, I ha- actually hate added accessories to food. True story. Added accessories? Yeah. Like, that cookie did not need that smarty. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Come on. Things like How- that. It's like, you want to really get the taste of something that you're presented with. How boring do you want to be? What? So, you're telling me as a child, you didn't want a smiley cookie. No, didn't like them. No Elmo cookie. No, nah, hated it. 
Just plain. You know, and I'll go as far as to say this, you know when you would get cupcakes and it would yeah. have like the printed images of, say, yeah. Thomas the Tank Engine or something like that, I would rip it off. <gasps> I couldn't do it. I Who couldn't eat it. You? It was fake to me. Oh. It was fake. It was oh. fake and it was not meant to be on food as far as I was concerned. That is why when I was a two-year-old, I decided to demolish my Thomas the Tank Engine cake that I was given for my birthday. I just pulled it off and wrecked it. <gasps> From a young age, it's always concerned me. <laughs> okay, so hang on. Let's just wrap this segment up really quickly. First, I'm on the side of the baker. I think he should use whatever sprinkles he wants. No, don't. Don't use any. Bianco just doesn't like food with accessories. Hang on a second. Then you're one also who likes a bit of sauce on chips and that sort of thing. I would argue that's an added accessory. That's different. No, nope, it's an added accessory. No, because you dip. You don't spread it across. Producer Jack on the mic for a second. No, nah, I'm it's, convinced and I'm in the right here. You can't just be dessert specific. If you agree with her on this, yes. get out of here and don't ever come back. I'm telling you right now. Right. Get out of here. Well, I'm going to say this, that sauce is an ad- addition to a food. But it is Therefore, not an additive in a way that this way we're talking about right hey, now. It's a different, you didn't say additive, you said accessory. It's a different type of accessory, Bianco. Yeah. And many accessories are, um, you know... It's a dip. It's not an accessory. It's an addition. It's a dip. It's an addition. It's a, Do we're we want to have this break. argument? <laughs> we're going to a break. It's been, well, a rather dull week in Victoria or in Melbourne. Hasn't been too great. Look, the news hasn't been fantastic, but hey, this time next week, it could be a different story. Yeah, yeah, but we're not looking at next week. We're looking at this week and, and what it's been. And I knew the week was going to be a bit shabby when New South Wales started to op- to start it. Well, that's a great way. Started to open up. Oh, how was it going on social media and seeing people being in cafes uh, and restaurants? Well, the thing is, right, I knew the week was uh, going to be an interesting one because as they were opening up, all of their new sites decided to post articles. Mm-hmm. However, there was one that thought it was funny or maybe did it accidentally. I don't know that decided to post a freedom photo of how great it was for New South Wales to be open again. Okay. Although, I don't know what was going through the person's mind that wrote this article and put this photo in the article to explain how good it was that New South Wales was free. It was a big up yours to Melbourne, that's for sure. Whoa. I'll tell you why. Why? Because they didn't use a photo of Sydney. They used a photo of Melbourne's Arts Centre. What do you mean? Let's just say it's a daily graph of tally, potentially. Oh, dear. And they were talking about how good it was that New South Wales was free, you know, economy booming, go down to the pub. Even ScoMo was saying how great it was that we can get a haircut. Oh, it's, it's so good. New South Wales, the country's open again. Nah. Have you not heard of Melbourne? It's a little bit of an oversight. I mean, like, whether. Best city in the world, most Allegedly. livable city. I still say that we're all those things, despite what anybody else says. No, well, we're com- we're going to make a huge comeback this time next year. Watch us, look out. I'll grab this audio for this time next year. <laughs> okay, done. Fifteenth <laughs> of October. I'm pretty sure she said the same thing last year. Well, let's just everyone grab this beautiful wooden desk for a second. Just touch wood. <laughs> Grab it, grab it so putting, tightly. Don't let it go. That I'm not putting another jinx on this beautiful town of Because, yeah, now that you say it, I definitely said last year, oh, but 2021's going to be better. I think everybody Next did. year, when we go around and we play this audio and we've got an alien co-hosting with us, we can um say, yeah, it actually What do you mean? Around. We've already got an alien in the studio. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh. <laughs> I think this is one of the only insults you've actually given Jack that's really upset him. Producer Jack, have you got anything to say? He has his mouth when he's, oh, it's like jumped like it was, it was from New South Wales or something. I'm just shocked and appalled. That's all I'll say. Oh, that was the best time to do an ET reference. You're, oh. Don't mind me. I'm e- just going to go phone, phone home. home. Something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got there in the end. Oh, God. Wow. Whoever did that um, picture of Melbourne, maybe they're just trying. They feel so sorry for us. They're like, if we put Melbourne in this article, we're manifesting freedom for them. But can you believe that? Of all things, mm. you know. You have one job. You have one job. Whoever the editor, while well, they're insane, that. Publications these days and editors, they're not as good as what they once were. I'm um, okay. 
Well, I mean, how many times do you look at something and there's a spelling mistake every second sentence? Yeah, but... The, it's a 24-hour news cycle now, Bianco. You don't have all day to put something together. It's just bang, bang, bang. Sign of the times. Bang, bang. Okay. Bang. And then you sound like the first episode of Squid Game. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll be okay. We'll be all right. Uh, yeah, I'm just sort of... Can we throw a big party next week? A legal party no. on air? Just play all the bangers. If we hit 70% next Friday... Can we have a celebration on the I show? Don't, I don't, yeah. I, I think we're done celebrating as a state. We, Pre- premature celebrations. I mean, we're all kind of looking at New South Wales like, oh, they're going to get tasted and it just sort of came back onto us. So I think we just need to be quiet. Oh, okay. Just quiet and hope that someday we'll go back to a form of normality where Jack's not an alien. This is Timmy I had an encounter with um, Dr. Google during the week. Oh, yeah. How'd that go? Well, I want to know on 0404 736, what are the weirdest things that Dr. Google has advised you to do? Mm. Because I found myself on Wednesday night reading Dr. Google's advice, which is never advised, always consult with a healthcare professional, but if you're an idiot like me, do it as long as it's safe. I'm glad you finally admitted it. Um, I found myself, so I have discussed on this show before, I'm having a really hard time. I was very into my Pilates in our last big lockdown, was super into it, and then I got injured. I have this gross thing. Just before you go any further, are you into Pilates or pilots? Bit of both. Okay, go on. Um, anyway, I have this thing on my wrist, quite common, it's called a ganglion. It is a cyst on my wrist. Oh, don't show me. That's disgusting. And if I put pressure on it. Now I'm beginning to it, think you're the alien. I am. I am. I'm actually growing a second head off my oh, wrist. Um, okay. Anyway, I. it means that when I put pressure on my wrist, it gets bigger. It really hurts. I can't do Pilates anymore. That sounds like my foot. I don't even want to know My what right that foot. Means. You know how I told you about the story about my ankle? How I fell down the stairs. Hey, and I don't got... do feet at the moment. Thank you. Um. Okay. Anyway, I so I've been living with this ganglion. You're meant to either get it popped oh. by a doctor. Oh, I don't like the word gangling. It just sounds <laughs> disgusting. Or removed. But then yeah. Dr. Google gave me an alternative. Oh, fantastic. Do you know what Dr. Google said? Go see a doctor. Nope. It said, get a bandage, get a used eraser. Oh. Not a brand new eraser, a used one. Put it over the top of your ganglion, wrap your wrist up and sleep overnight. With an, a used eraser strapped to your wrist and see what happens. I've done it for two nights. I woke up this morning, looked at it. It has not changed at all. I'm an idiot. Rub that one off the list of things but that you should do. I seriously read that online and said, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to cure myself. Don't. Just no. Go see a dog day. Exactly. Well, I'm going to have to now. No, no, anytime you're in doubt, just go and see your GP. But I just want to know, has anyone else fallen for Dr. Google's recommendations? Like, I cannot be the only person who strapped a used eraser to my wrist or done something really stupid under the influence of this mystical human being telling you to do something in all Yeah, work. toothpaste on pimples. That actually does work. Mm, jury's out. I don't think so. What about Vegemite on mosquito bites? No. It works. It's disgusting. It works. Vegemite's only good for toast. Or like pizza it. if you're in the US. Oh. That's not in the US, is it? I yeah. thought that was here. No, US. Oh. Margarita. Get around it. No. If I wanted that combo, I'd go and get a cheesy mite from one of the bakeries. Maybe I could put that on my ganglion. That might make a difference. Oh. Just that word, ganglion. Oh. Yeah, it sounds like something gross. that dangles from somewhere that yeah. it's not supposed to. Well, it is. It's on my wrist. I don't want to see it. Don't put it in my face. Oh. Well, it's very hard for me to avoid because it's it's like... Obviously, because it's on you. Yeah, exactly. So if anyone also, if you have any suggestions aside from me actually popping this thing, please let me know because it oh. hurts. And I just want to do a downward dog again. Oh, it's been so oh, long. So you want to do what? I mean, I know we're in an afternoon slot, but what? Downward... What? One of the things that have been getting a lot of people through these times are food platters. Yeah, me included. Yeah, but not like your traditional cabana, cheese sort of food platter. Maybe some, I don't know. Bit of dip. Fruit. Bit of fruit. I was yeah. trying to look for a word there to well, describe. Well, you found it. Good Grapes. For you. <laughs> that was the word I was looking for. 
You know, that was real traditional type platter food back yeah. in the day. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there has been a lot discussed in relation to the identity of the platter has been lost. The food platter. I didn't know that the platter had an identity. Oh, it did. Yeah. Every bit of food you eat has an identity. And an accessory, apparently, as no, we learned No, earlier. no, 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 just an identity. Anyway, because I don't know if you've noticed, but they come very decorated these days. Oh, yeah. Like in boxes. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of unnecessary items that come with. Oh, okay. What are you saying? Shouldn't go in a platter. Well, I mean, look at all the stuff that they're putting in platters these days. They're putting popcorn. They're putting weird sort of healthy type biscuits. Oh, you mean like the rustic um, cracker? I live for them. I've been on a journey because I make platters for my household during lockdown. And, um, oh, I've been on a journey. The rosemary cashew is the goer from a supermarket that may rhyme with schmoles. But in 2021, what's occurred is people have decided, look, I'm a bit creative. I don't really have much else to do with my life right now. I'm going to go into platter making. Can I tell you, though, platter making is a really great because if you're going, once we can go to people's houses and you start hosting functions, get on the platter because it takes two seconds. No, but the, the, <laughs> oh, we've the rattled platter in. has become the splatter. Oh, There's too much going on there. You overwhelmed by choice. Is that the problem? Oh, I am. I'm more than overwhelmed. I like things simple. Oh, we can tell. Simple kind of guy when it comes to food. Just give me a margarita and I'll be happy. Pizza or drink? Both. Spicy margarita or normal? Normal. I don't like too much spice. I like spice in particular things. Okay. You know? Like sweet chili sauce spice, that's nice. That's not spice. That is spice. (laughs) That's not spicy. It is spicy. No. See, I've said this before, but if I get a pad thai, I like to put the, the sweet chili sauce with the... Peanut sauce, mix it all together, and you got wah. Mm, oh no, that's key magnifique. No, huh? no. Well, I'm sorry, you're not a fan of the platter. My new additions, I do obviously cheese. I do chips. I'll do like those pop chips to give a bit of color and texture. I think we're just got to simplify it again. Make it nice and simple. Go back to the '90s slash 2000s slash what we've always known with the cabana, with the cheese. You know, like the real. Oh, that's always on my the cheddar cheese or whatever. Yeah. Like that, you when you cut it up into little square pieces and you can put it on a little mm-hmm. stick. That's the kind of platter we need to go back to. I saw, just to rattle you further, an influencer was showing me a platter they got gifted during the week. Actually, my sister got me a platter a few years ago for my birthday, and and I chucked it out. I was just like, what did you waste your money on this for? Oh, oh, I would love... I've never had a bought platter. I always make my own. But this platter that this influencer had, had chicken sliders in it. Oh. Well, the one... My sister got one for my mother for her birthday. And it had all this unnecessary stuff in it. Like what? Oh, like candy canes. Okay, that's a bit much. Yeah, it's. I think it's too Candy for canes? Yeah. It's not even Christmas. Uh, like little, like weird candy. Yeah, anyway. Okay, so it wasn't candy canes. Oh, it was something. Something that's that That's a good idea for my Christmas one, though. Thanks for the tip. Anyway, reckon it's worthy of a poll? Yeah, do you platter or not? Should we go back to the 90s style platter? Or, or should I... I'll tell you what. We should... Find a photo of one of those full-on platters and say, is this too much for a platter? No. Yes or no? Sorry, we're brainstorming on here. Uh, Would you prefer a platter or a simple cabana and cheese? Mm. We'll keep thinking about this while running touch plays. Colin Catherine. Well, Bayside, would you look at that? It's officially five o'clock. Put down that work. Get a drink in hand because you're officially free for 48 hours. Bianco, happy weekend to you. Happy weekend to you. What are you getting up to? Eventful things as always. Yeah? Mm. Platters? You don't want to know what I'm getting up to the next 48 hours. I I really don't. Hopefully I come back here on Monday. Okay. Well, I'm just going to bench that. I don't want to know. No. I didn't know your workplace was so risky. Oh, I'm just such a rebel rebel. Wow. Guys, what are we going to say this time next week? That's what I'm hearing. Thursday next week, apparently. What's Thursday next week? 70% day. Jack, that was a very obscure hand gesture that we didn't need. I was just about to say it, and you beat me to it. 
see. I read your mind. Anyway, we'd love to know what you're getting up to. 0404 000 736. I reckon a lot of TV watching will be done, given yeah. how outside looks right now. If anyone is just wondering, what should I watch this weekend? I've gotten back onto... Squid um, Games. Pack to the Rafters. I'm going from season oh, one. Oh, no. It is the best comfort show Wasn't ever. Wasn't the same after Zoe died. Hey, it's Mal for starters, and I haven't gotten to that point yet, so well, thank you. When she died, it just ruined the series. Yeah, Ru- I've, ruined television I've got about me. half a season before that, and I'm kind of like, do I just tap out like Marley and me at this point? Until Dr. Doctor came along and everything was okay. Anyway, we would love to hear from you. What are you getting up to? We've got a huge second hour lined up. Including Bianco, what he's doing to his socials. Yeah, you'll hear that coming up after with Elton John and Dua Lipa. Cold heart, cold, cold, cold. <laughs> Friday drive. <laughs> I'm really irritated by a lot of people right now. I'm shocked. Including you guys. Get out. No. But anyway. Jack has to go back into his spaceship. <laughs> Get back in your craft, okay? <laughs> Jet off. No. There, there are particular people that I feel like we've just heard enough from, like too much of. Okay. And so my new way to approach social media is if I see something in my news feed that I have happened to have liked in the mm-hmm. past yep. that is irritating me or I feel like I've seen too much of or I'm just like at the point where, no, go away. Take care, bye. Take care, bye. I've unliked their page and just... Felt so much better. Wow. See, I should do that, but I don't. And then my newsfeed's just cluttered. This is my approach now. So I'm talking, it could be anybody. It mm-hmm. could be a figure. It could be a brand. It could be anything. If you've been annoying me, and I've seen too much of you lately, yeah. I'm getting rid of you. You're Fair going. Enough. See you later. Better not be the Carl and Catherine page, though. No. I mean, there hasn't really been anything posted on there in 12 months, but, you know. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's not going to annoy you on the news feed because no, it doesn't say anything. because there's nothing on it. <laughs> You're welcome, guys. We're actually doing that for you. Yeah, that's exactly right. We know that you don't like being bugged. Yeah. So now you, you haven't been. See, that's a really good strategy. I really should at some point just allocate like an hour of my life and just do that. But same with emails and that sort of thing. But like, I'm not just going through what I've liked or the people I'm friends with mm. and getting rid of them. If something pops up, that that's where a news feed comes in handy on social yeah. media or Twitter feed or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. If I see something and I'm just like, you know what, I had enough, see you later. Pack your things. Can I ask a question? Have you got a threshold? Like if, say, for instance, a, a page you like posted a really average meme, just one, would you delete them on that meme or would you give them the benefit of the doubt and be well, like, that was a poor tasting meme? A lot of the time when that happens, it's from a page that used to be known as something else, but they've yes. rebranded. Because mm-hmm. how many pages did we like like seven or eight years ago yeah. and now they've rebranded to something else? Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, the Carl and Catherine page has gone through a few rebrands over the years. Same with, with my Twitter. Bianco, but, um, well, reality check for you. Thank you. But the point I'm trying to make is I'm just I'm fed up with – Stuff on mm. my feeds. I'm decluttering my feeds, and I'd encourage you to do the same. Do you feel better for it? I do. Good for you. I, there's a word that I really want to use that I'm not going to, but basically there's no head policy on my socials now. But what happens if the owner is one? <sighs> you alluding that I am one? Because that's not very nice. I'm not alluding to anything unless you interpret it that way. Well, I kind of am. Well, the, way no you, the way you put it, it really seems like that's what you were implying. Well, I wish you all the very best with this. Um, well, I feel so much better. I'm not going to lie. A lot of them have been politicians. Gosh, <laughs> never forget the time Bianco accidentally shared a political video on his socials. <sighs> that was an accident. <laughs> right? That actually was an accident. I still can't get over that I did that. But you know when you're half asleep and you do something? Yeah. I've, I've been doing that too much lately. Yeah. I have this fear at the moment that I'm going to be sending things to certain group chats that I wouldn't want to. Like, it's just, an, it's an irrational fear that's just developed. And um, I have to double check every meme I send now. Mm. It's not good. But I also don't like it when you, <laughs> when you send something and you don't get a response either. Oh, like birthday messages? No, we, we've gone past the birthday. I don't want to bring that up again. Why did you have to bring that up again? Anyway, 0404 Are you going to join the Carl Wianco social media movement? Have you decluttered your socials? Has Carl decluttered you? I would like to know. Have you suddenly noticed that Carl Wianco no longer follows you? I'd love to know that. No, that's different. It's not that I don't follow you. I just restrict you.
it's Friday Drive with Carl and Catherine or Friday Stability. I don't know. Stability? <laughs> yeah, because you might be staying at home, you know, doing the right thing, working from home. Friday Stability. Oh, I can tell you, if you're listening to us, you don't it's have Friday mental instability. stability. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking uh, of, um, I don't know whether you've seen the conversation this week, Bianco, regarding Squid Game, which is a show you're very passionate about. Oh, what now? And whether or not there should be an Australian version and what games would be in Squid Game if it was set in Australia. What's the time, Mr. Wolf, instead of red light, green light? Correct. That's number one. Before we be. jump in, though, we obviously, for people like me who haven't watched it, Squid Game is a very violent program where adults are put into playing kids' games and they die. Imagine that. What's the time, Mr. Wolf? Dinner time. <laughs> yeah. No, not dinner time. D-Day. <laughs> Death time. Yes, time to die. Um, so, yeah, Australian games. What games have we played as kids that would be a good addition to the Australian Squid Game? Touch wood, it never happens. I think another one could be British Bulldog. What is British Bulldog? Oh, I think only really guys play it in primary school. What is it? And when you did footy training and whatnot. Basically, it's like stacks on sort of thing. Like you all sort of are against each other. Oh. Yeah. No. I think, um, well, nah, nah. I reckon one that nearly causes death just without the whole Squid Game vibe is um, Double Dutch. Okay. Skipping ropes, and you have to jump in. I've had many a near-death experience doing that in my time. Yeah. And then if you jumped in at the wrong time, you either fell very badly or you get whipped in the shins, and it's the shin whipping that's worse than actually falling. I hated that. Oh, I can still hear the sound to this day. It's just so embarrassing if you miss. Mm-hmm. Um, heads down, thumbs up is also one that people are discussing. Mm-hmm. That would be terrifying if you look up and then bang. What about intense mathletics? I never did <laughs> mathletics. Oh, come on. Mathletics I- was one of the greatest things ever growing up. That's why I'm so good at my times tables. What about hopscotch? Mm, I was never really good at that. I was. I wasn't good at drawing the hopscotch. Dodgeball? What about dodgeball? Kickball we did in primary school. Kickball, uh, underwhelming. Yeah. We Mm. did this thing. I was telling producer Jack when I was running this by him. My school and other areas in the South, I said, I don't know whether your school would have done it. Circle ball. Sorry? My teacher came up with it and it became a full sport amongst like the inter-school sports. It was like netball, but you had to stay in a circle, which worked out perfectly for me because I didn't have to move. What about four square? I hated Foursquare. Foursquare or down ball? Foursquare was the biggest waste of time of all. It was the King, worst. Queen, Jack, Dunce. Jack's here. Yeah. True. Yeah, no, that I could see. What else could you do? Cross country? <laughs> that just ends in death anyway. Oh. Wow. Yeah, I was never really good at it, so I'd probably die pretty early. My high school made that compulsory, and can I tell you, I've never been so close to being greeted at the gates of heaven in my life. There was only one time, one time where I finished in the top hundred, yeah, and that was when I was not a bad runner for a small period of wow. my life. Wasn't very long. Pretty, <laughs> pretty soon, I realised that running just wasn't for me. Yeah. See, I had this thing, in, and it's still a shocker to this day. I can't follow rules. So I, in cross country, would walk. Yeah. Our school did a walkathon once, and I got screamed at for running because I just had this sudden burst. I was like, this is boring. And I decided to go for a bit of a run and um, got kicked out. Ah. Me and my friend had to sit on the oval, and everyone else kept walking. Okay. And we actually kept, turned out on top because everyone's doing a walkathon. <laughs> what about swim carnivals? What? Have, have a swim carnival for. <laughs> For the Australian version, I had of Squid a Game. teacher pull me aside and say, "You know what? You can't just compete in novelty." And I said, "Why not?" Little lats, do little lats again. I was very good at athletics. Uh, no, for a not second. for me. Thank you. I'm not, High I was, jump champion. I was a fat kid. <laughs> that doesn't uh, mean anything. No, I did. I was slow. wasn't good. Well, wasn't I, great. I was okay at um, sprints. I got to regionals in sprinting and high jump, and then I had to learn to do a backflip over it, and I fell over, and I wanted to watch my box set of I Love Lucy, so I called in sick and went home. Oh, I Love Lucy? Yeah. Of all things you could have watched, yeah. why? I milked it. I said I had a sore neck, and I got to go home and watch I Love Lucy. But why I Love Lucy? What got you onto that? It's the best show ever. What are you saying? Jeez, we sound really old, because I would have gone home to watch the Thunderbirds. <laughs> well, 
unfortunately, um, our athletic career didn't take off, and neither will the Australian Squid Games, I don't think. I think it would be a lot rougher. See, I was so bad at athletics that in year nine, my year level, my class decided to make me run the 1500. Oh. That's what. That's the kind of stuff they would do to me. Oh, Carl, you're class captain. Run the 1500. <laughs> Hang on. Just because I'm class captain doesn't mean I'm good at running. Yeah, they're turning you from the class captain into the class clown. Mm. Did you do it, though? I did. How'd you go? Not good. I reckon by the time I finished the year 12, no, year 11 had probably finished theirs as well. I was in year nine, so that says a lot. 1,500 metres, I probably did it in about 40 minutes. Well, there you go. I think we just found the squid game. We don't we don't compete. We just make Carl do the 1,500. Nah. I'm not in for that one. <laughs> anyway, yeah, squid games in Australia. Apparently, they've done it somewhere before. That's not Australia. Mm, there you go. Yeah, I wouldn't encourage you to do no. that. Anyway. I don't want to die. There's been a study to find out what the sexiest month is. And obviously it's February. No, incorrect. If they say it's July. Nope. July people get everything. Get Guess what? What? July people down the bottom of the list. Oof. Not last, second last. Sorry, Jack. 11th. 11th. Guess who the first people are. Well, considering you have brought this up, I would assume it would be your birth month, which is August. Incorrect. But oh. we are a close second. Okay. Mm. Guess who's number December. one? Nope. Hmm. Who? It's earlier in the year. March. No, but close. April. Correct. Okay. So April, August. Mm-hmm. They're just doing it alphabetically. No. Where's Feb? Where else do you, where, where do you reckon they are? It should be number one. Fourth. Eh. Where? Close. Fifth. Nope. Oh. Nope, nope. Third. Nope. Correct. Oh, really? Mm. I can't take that. So, April is number one. August is number two. And then February is number three. Rightfully so. The top three. April, August, and Feb. Unbelievable. I thought. <laughs> yeah, but if you're, you weren't in the top three, you'd be mad about it. I probably would be, to be honest. Yeah. But August is just such a good month. How? Okay, let's. Everybody here has a different birth month. Pitch mm. why your month is a superior. Well, because February is a joke of a month. It is not. July is sort of meh. Because it's, you know, you just ticked over the sixth month, you're into the seventh month. But your month is just after Jack's. What makes exactly. yours different to July? It's so much better. How? Because it's August, it's the eighth month of the year, it's winter, it's even. Is that right? August, September. Yeah, it is. It's it, winter still. Yeah. Good on you, genius. See, I'm in summer. It's the month of love. Everyone's sort of Which in nobody that, likes in that period where everyone's only just starting to go back to work, but you're still in everybody's slacking mode. off. Everyone's tanned and happy. Strongly disagree. You're just sort of getting over that Christmas hump where you're starting to get your eating back on track, but you're not. August is when you know you're in a year. Okay. You're officially about six months into the oh, year yeah. and you know that you're in the year and you've got your thoughts. You're either yay or nay. So you're saying that August is a bookmark and that's what makes them hotter than Feb. I'm offended. Well, there's a lot of creative people that come out of the month of August. A lot of very well-known people born in August. Go on. Hemsworths. <laughs> One of is them, Chris, <laughs> Chris no, Hemsworth. No, but you'll be Luke is born No, in I'm August. pretty sure it's Chris. Okay. Chris Hemsworth is an August person. There's a number of good people that come out of being born in August. What about Feb? Jen mm. Aniston's born the day after me. That's a big thing. Well, that's why February-born people are third sexiest. Well, just because we've got Jennifer Aniston in our but That's the only reason why she bumps No. Up. It's true. No. It is true. Jack looks really flat today. After Jack, what news. do you think of this? How do you feel being at the bottom of the list? Second, second bottom. Okay. June was at the bottom. Rightfully so. It's not uh, not accurate. I'd, I'd argue that July is right in the middle of the year, similar to yours, Bianco, similar to August. You yeah, know, it's July, no. But like, it's not, and it's not a long time towards the end of the year. It's not, you know, it's, it's perfectly just, placed. It's just bad. It's not good. No, it's perfectly. Just placed. scratch it, scratch it, mate. Well, scratch it. It seems like this list has already you, done that. You're almost August anyway. I know. You may as well be August. I'm only two days away. How do you call me August? Exactly. Just call yourself August. No. You're a Leo. You may as well just join the August club. KP, what do you think? Look, I mean, I don't really go by calendar months. If it was a leap year, technically you'd be... (laughs) 
<laughs> You'd be closer to well, August. Well, no, that's not how it works. It's uh, one day. Leap into the next day, so uh, it's one day you're closer. You're such an August, August that's Bianco. Funny. Yeah. That's funny, Bianco. I'm trying to be funny. I don't appreciate the sarcasm there, mate. That's why you're never behind a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you literally called him an alien earlier, but the second he sasses your mouth, nah, that's it. This is why you're not behind a microphone. that's why he's an alien. All the stuff that I hear from him always comes across as foreign. <laughs> oh. Wow. Well, I am happy at least that Feb is in the top three. Furious, we're not number one. Every time I hear you say Feb, it sounds like you're saying Fev. Fev? Yeah. Oh, he's not a Feb, I can tell you. No, that no, much. he's not. Anyway, I probably should uh, let you know as well a little bit of an update on the little poll we put up earlier. Yes. And Platters. The, it was in relation to Platters. Have we gone too far with platter making? Now, I need to check the response, bias responses here. Bias? This is, now, this is not fair. Why? Because it's 75% no, and the three people have voted. Carl and Catherine, the page, has apparently <laughs> voted. Jack Misson voted, and Catherine Power voted. Yeah. That's not doing anyone justice. We do anything to keep ahead. No, that's not fair. One of all. my cousins um, saw it and hasn't voted. That's rude. Well, I'll leave you to deal with your cousin off air. Mm. It's not an on-air thing. No, but they seem to vote when I'm not here. Just going to leave it there. Well, then we probably should get rid of you then. Yeah. Hmm. It's about time. Anyway, 0404000736. What do you think of that? Are you happy with where your month ranked? I don't, you know, I, I think the best months are in the top three places, personally. You told me, was it on Monday that you hate Feb and it's the worst month of the year? Well, sorry, yeah, the top two are okay. The third one, mm, debatable. Anyway. I don't, I don't I don't like the third one, personally. Let's not divide us by months. Let's bring us together. Well, you're all hot, babe. If you live in Bayside, <laughs> you're hot. Let's just put it that way. Oh, okay. So what about those people who live out in Glen Waverley? They're not? Actually, I'm not You are being rude. Yeah, no, if you live in no, any... That's just rude. You dug yourself a hole if there. you're in Victoria, I am so hot. sorry to anybody who doesn't live in Bayside, because you've just been subjected to some discrimination there. And that is not well, right. Like how I just ruled myself out as well. No, if you're in Victoria and you're doing the right but thing, but you're at the in moment, Bayside. I'm not. I'm you kidding. are. I'm a Bayside is not just a council; it extends to the actual area that you live in. Yeah, but I'm in Kingston. In, pa- in that part of ah. the woods, in the part of the woods that you live, you just nearly put a pin in my location. <laughs> I didn't. I've told my number on this show before. Please don't tell them where I live. I love you guys, but. St- I don't know, speaking of social media, Bianco, whether you have seen the trend that's been going around for about six months now, mm. where people are testing just how loyal their family are to them as human beings by setting them up. It's horrible. Oh, no, you can't do that. But it does beg the question. Now, I'm going to run you through what this challenge is, and then I'm going to test your loyalty, because I want to see if I was in a situation like this, and this happened here at 88.3, what you would do to defend me. Hmm. Nothing. So, no, go on. Well, I thought as much, but anyway, let's go through it. So this challenge is where it's normally kids, grandkids or kids, will give their grandparent or their parent a call and say, hey, something horrible's happened. I've got a police car behind me. They're about to give me a speeding ticket. Oh, no, you can't do that. I mean, I don't drive anyway, so I couldn't do it. But no, I have told the police officer, though, I was speeding because you've had a fall and I was speeding to get to you to help you. And the police officer has said, prove it, and has told, has gotten in their car and said, I will follow you to your house so we can assist your family member and ultimately prove you were speeding for a reason. And so what has transpired since that is people are filming themselves opening their parent or their grandparent's house, opening the door, filming, and seeing what they've done, pretending that they've fallen down so that their kid doesn't get charged. Or get a ticket. Nah, see, that's just... Nah. Um, There is one that has gone viral this week involving a grandma who is in her late 80s, I believe, who went to the effort of running upstairs, getting her daggiest nightie she possibly could on, running down the stairs and then spraying herself across the threshold of the house like she'd fallen down the stairs. And her granddaughter's opened the door and um, obviously there's no police officers and she was just testing her. But I want to know, if I gave you that call and we were at Southern, what would you do? If I said, I'm so sorry, I would never speed. But if I did, my co-host has just fallen over at the radio station and they said, prove it, what would you do? 
probably walk out with a cigar in my hand with the robe on saying, Hello. Wait, what? <laughs> Hang on, I've got so many questions. I don't want to delve into the cigar <laughs> or the robe. I don't want that image. No, I just What's kidding. that got to do with the radio station, though? I don't know. I think management need to get involved in this. It's just... <laughs> the first thing I thought of. But if I said Bianca's had a fall, and then you're standing in a robe, <laughs> cigar. Uh, uh. I reckon, if anything, at least it, the blame would be off me, and you'd get charged for just that. Ah, uh. oh, God. Yeah. Look, I, I, I wouldn't do that. I, I just, yeah, I, I, I couldn't do that. I, I would never. When it comes to legal things, I just wouldn't get involved. I'm sorry. But what if it meant that I got a speeding ticket? Well, you get a speeding ticket, you pay that speeding ticket, and you do the time. Do the crime, do the time. See, I'd commit to it. You would. You'd have to. What? What difference does it make? I'm saying you'd commit to the fact that you've just broken the law. Oh, see, if you told me, I'd say impossible because you don't drive. Exactly. I said that when you started all of this. what if you just got your license and you were going to lose points for speeding. I would commit for you. I would help. No, you wouldn't. I did a term of drama in year eight. I would use every bit of that and I, commit. I can be dramatic. Oh. <laughs> Jack, can you believe that? He can be dramatic. Well, I mean, if you really wanted me to, I could argue that I got a bad coffee from a local place and say, oh my God, indigestion, I just needed help. Wait, so you're, hang on a second, you're telling me. I'll do a Jack missing at the deck just to get you out of it if you really had to. Okay, so you're oh, actually. Sorry. <laughs> I've, t- <laughs> I've just forgotten I was still going there. <laughs> I've just done the cardinal rule and dropped the local business. <laughs> they're, they're, look, they are. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done that before. Anyway. Our, um, our lovely producer has got nothing to do uh, with that establishment. They're one of our favourites, actually. Uh, um, producer Jack just <laughs> drank a bit too much of coffee one day. and um, Oh, God. <laughs> I just think the fact that you exposed Jack like that is the worst I just exposed him on air. Jack. <laughs> so at least we know uh, if we take anything out of this. I would just expose you. That's it. Out, the, <laughs> moral out, of the story. No. Out of this little trust exercise, what we've learned is if I got into that situation, Bianco would not help me out, but he would make Jack's life a living hell by embarrassing him in front of the police officer instead. <laughs> Jack, I am so... You've just had a day. Uh, you called him an alien and now you've exposed his deepest, darkest secret on air. His worst story of his life from when he Can left... Can we just hear from Jack really quick? There was just that one moment where, where we left here and Jack wasn't feeling too well. Are just you to, okay, Mr. To provide some context because people no! will not know... Anyway, Jack had an upset guts, and I was walking with him, and all of a sudden, he just said, mate, I'm going to leave you here, and I, I knew that something wasn't right, because he didn't seem right during the day. Yeah. And, <laughs> well, we have to provide the context, because I just Jack. went with it, and I, look, I'm not sorry that I've, I've revealed your, well, one of your moments of Can just Can we there. just let the man speak for a second? Listen. <laughs> He's hyperventilating. Okay? We'll go to a song and check on him after. I am a man. Ladies and ladies. There's a bit of news for you. That's the meaning of Life 42. Okay, now I'm holding up this person. And once again, I sincerely apologise for what you're about to listen to. Well, <laughs> we, um, we normally don't do this, but... We did decide after what has just occurred <sighs> in the last break that um, producer Jack has the right to defend what was just. He said. has the right to some more airtime now. He absolutely <laughs> does. After you asked him before, I think. So, the thing is, I genuinely like got so engaged in conversation, I forgot that we were talking. Which is you know. something that our producer Jack does encourage us actually to really be engaged in the conversation and. That advice has backfired, Jack. Really, we just really hit our peak there because something we usually joke about off air a lot, a lot, just came on air, and then when I realised what I said, like there was no harm done with what I actually said. Oh, you haven't oh, spoken really? to Jack. Well, <laughs> really, <laughs> there I don't was know. no harm done. Old mate was in the fetal position for about two minutes <laughs> while the avalanches just played before. 
But yeah, look, I, look, it's not the worst thing that could have been revealed. Uh, yeah, it is, mate. That's my deepest, darkest Southern FM <laughs> secret. So, <laughs> so you what, just when you've had a little bit too much, can we not go back there? Lactose intolerant, all of a sudden. No, I just I had a, I had a sore tummy like two days beforehand, and it was kind of anyway. But I don't know if I actually need to apologise to the listeners or if you do. No, so, Carl, definitely. I'm not apologising. You need to. No, I don't. People were tucking into their platters being Yeah, but I didn't actually go into detail. Well, and I'm very thankful. Yeah, you kind of did. Well. Yeah. You know. But the funniest thing about that last segment was, I think you were going to, and KP was looking at you going, oh, nah, abort, abort mission. Which is quite funny, because you called me an alien earlier, so that's quite... Yeah, you've had quite a day. Yeah. But at least, if anything, from this, Producer Jack, Bianco started the show saying you were an alien. And now he's just exposed that you are, in fact, human, and this happens to humans. So at least that conspiracy has been debunked. It's been quite a show today, it's fair to say. For everybody else, yes. I feel like I've been at Luna Park, been on a roller coaster. It's been a ride. Yeah. That's, that's definitely one way to put it. But um, I am just here to mediate between the two of you. Producer Jack, can you forgive him? I don't think I can. This is one of the worst things you've ever done in the five years we've worked together. I Look, think this is the perfect time All for I revealed was there's a local business not far from here. So we're going back here now, are we? I'm just explaining some context. I couldn't get the context out, unlike someone else who managed to get it out pretty easily on Whoa! the day. Thank you very much. On the day, Jack had a an ache, okay? Yes. And one of the things we would do on a Monday is we would walk together to the train station all of a sudden, Mr. Funky over here decided, oh, I'm going to leave you here because I'm just going to, you know, yep. change my priorities on this particular morning. So that's what he did. He decided to detour via a local establishment yes. so that he could use the restroom. And I continued on with my day. And that's where the story ends, Bianca. But it's become a bit of a joke off air every now and then when somebody's got a bit of a funky guts, we ref- commonly refer to it as... I'm a bit Jack scared now. at the insert I, local yeah. business name. <laughs> We're not here. saying it again. We're not saying it again. Or he'll deck you. <laughs> Good. That's not bad by you. That's Thank not you. bad. Um, can we please leave? I'm petrified about where this is going to go. Yeah, I think if anything, Jack, the, the story's no longer funny. It's no. had its moment. It's been around for a couple of years. I think if anything, you're free now. I don't think so. Old mate's going to bring it up next week. In the no, week no, after, it's done. Week it's after. done now. It's done. But we should just be scared of what he's going to come up with next because he it, genuinely didn't know what he was saying. If you see it on the socials, it's not my fault. Okay, we're out of here. Have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Take care. See you later. Have a great weekend. Yeah, stay safe. Do the right thing. See you bright and early Monday morning. Looking forward o'clock. to it. 7 a.m. Bye. <laughs> Bye. See ya. Drive with Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.